begin our afternoon with University of Kentucky head football coach Mark Stoops, who enters his ninth season leading the Wildcats program. Kentucky has played in five consecutive bowl games, including three straight bowl victories, the last two particularly exciting uh, close games at the end of those bowl games. He's the first coach in school history to, to lead his team to five consecutive bowl games. 2018 SEC Coach of the Year after the Wildcats' 10-win season. Mark's a fan of country music and a friend of Toby Keith, and he and I share an early foundational element of our careers, which is house painting. He, during his high school time, me early in college, and then I was motivated to perform well academically. University of Kentucky head football coach, Mark Stoops. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate that. I had no idea uh, that you were a painter like I am, but uh, we always have something to fall back on. Uh, can't thank you enough, Commissioner, for um, not only the past 16 months with COVID, but just with the changing landscape in college football. Uh, you and your staff, uh, the leadership you provide us is amazing. Um, also, I'd like to recognize Mitch Barnhart, uh, UK administration, for what they do for us. Um, uh, obviously, very trying times, so uh, been great support to us. A year ago, uh, very difficult on the University of Kentucky, so grateful to be here. You know, not having these media days, like Greg said, feels uh, very different. Nine years being here. Uh, very changing, difficult times. Uh, but a year ago for the University of Kentucky was, was uh, very, very tough. Um, you know, several players, we had some injuries to Chris Oates, uh, something that he's still fighting for each and every day. Uh, the loss of Coach John Slarman, uh, you know, it's something that really shook our program. So really grateful to our players, our administration, the SEC, for just uh, helping us through that difficult time. So needless to say, getting back here, getting back on schedule, uh, grateful to be here, grateful to be in this league for, for nine seasons. You see uh, so many people come and go, so many coaches come and go. Um, obviously, uh, very, very difficult, very challenging, but uh, again, grateful is the word that comes to mind. Um, you know, thank you to the media. Um, you know, as I just mentioned, there was quite a few stories for Kentucky to cover a year ago. A couple of those young men that are with us today. First uh, young man is Josh Paschal. You will get a chance to, to visit with him. He's a guy that has his own uh, story overcoming cancer. Uh, he's battled through many things. Terrific football player, terrific young man, great leader in our program and had his own uh, individual struggles that he is continuing to fight and continuing to beat. Uh, the other one is Darian Kennard, a terrific player, uh, decided to forego his uh, you know, opportunity to go play in the NFL, come back and, and, you know, and play with the uh, University of Kentucky one more year, and we're grateful for Darian. So two special young men uh, that you'll get an opportunity to visit with. You know, as I talk about you, the media, and, and some of the things you covered, I remember, remember a year ago, one of the last interviews Coach Schlarman did, um, you know, he was fighting through so much. Um, you know, it was really inspirational just to watch John uh, go about his business every day and, 
go to meetings, go to practice. Um, you know, one of the side effects from his treatment, his cancer treatments were blisters. He could barely walk. And he was just really struggling. And one of, one of you in the media asked him and did a story and just said, why are you doing this? You know, why are you continuing uh, to go out there and coach this football team? And he just simply said, uh, very matter of fact, for the team, you know, just for the team. So obviously that's a mantra that stuck with me and stuck with our football team that we will carry forward. Um, and it's also a reminder during these times, you know, during these turbulent times of college football and, and uh, college athletics in general, um, you know, it is still about the team and doing things right. You know, for me, you guys have hit, you know, heard me for years sit here and, and just pounded about the program, the program, the program, and building the program and all the different things we do uh, each and every year. And that's still the foundation. Build, you know, build, select, develop, you know, constantly talk about that. Build a winning culture, hit our players over the head with a sledgehammer about a positive culture you know, selecting the right players. Our coaches always seem to do a great job to fit, the, you know, to recruit the right players and select the right players for Kentucky. And then develop, intentionally develop. You know, that's, that's what we do. We have to. You know, we develop players from the moment they walk on their campus. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, again, hit them over the head, hit them over the head and work with them each and every day to develop them in all areas of their life. Um, and that's always our foundation. But there's always that point, you know, to, to John's point, it is about the team. And in this changing times, uh, you know, you can, you can uh, kind of cherry pick some players and it's a different time, it's a different age. As I just mentioned, nine years, me standing here, very different. Um, this year is very different. And with the transfer portal, all of us coaches that have come through here, uh, we don't have all the answers to the portal. We don't have all the answers to uh, name, image, and likeness. Um, but we'll continue uh, to do the best we can for the young people in our program. Uh, I feel like with that, we really did benefit our program this year. Um, I felt like we, we added some players. We added some personnel that can help us, that can help uh, continue to push our program forward. I really like the changes that I made. Uh, in the coaching staff, I needed to, um, and uh, offensive coordinator Liam Cohen uh, uh, coming in from the Rams and, and hopefully continuing to push us forward and to give us the balance that I'm searching for. Uh, defensively, Brad White, John Summerall continue to do a great job uh, defensively, so I love our staff. I feel like we have a very good football team, a team that's worked exceptionally hard. Um, again, it's uh, very nice for us to go back to doing the things that we do and spending time uh, with each other during the summer. And, uh, you know, a year ago, all those things were taken away. Uh, this year, uh, that's a big piece of our culture is to spend time with each other. We do that every Wednesday. Uh, we have a, a speaker come in and educate our players on life, some form of their life, and then uh, we go out back and have a cookout and spend time with each other. So uh, it's been good. Uh, we're excited about the season and uh, ready to get going. So with that, I guess I'll open it up for questions. 
Thank you, Coach Stoops. If you have a question, please raise your hand. Abby, Christian, or Catherine will bring a microphone. Again, if you'll state your name and affiliation, uh, and they'll help identify us. Start over here on the left, Christian, uh, with uh, Parrish on the left-hand side. Parrish Alford, Daily Journal, Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, Coach, uh, what do you think uh, Jacquez Jones brings to your team defensively? Well, uh, it brings an experienced player. You know, it's uh, definitely an area where we uh, got caught a little bit short, as I mentioned um, in the opening statement about having the opportunity to fill some holes. You know, with uh, Chris Oates having the injury um, and being uh, unable to play uh, again this year and with the early departure of Jamin Davis, uh, left us a little bit thin. And then we had a, an injury in the spring. Uh, season ending injury in the spring and another inside linebacker and so with that uh, you know he brings a player with a lot of experience and uh, leadership and uh, you know we needed that at that position so we're excited to have him. Coach we're going to go right down in front of us third row Michael. Yeah Michael Costgrande AL.com just wondering how did you approach the conversation with the team in terms of vaccinations and, and getting to that threshold? Yeah, we're just going to continue to educate our players and, uh, you know, try to reach that threshold. Um, you know, we have a, a ways to go, but I believe it's attainable. Um, you know, we want them to make uh, the right decision for themselves. I'll let the experts come in and continue to educate them and talk to them uh, about the, the, the benefits of it and uh, possibly some of the negatives and, uh, and let them make their each, each one make their, their own decision. Which will go in the center section along the right aisle, about halfway back. Conor Guerra, Saturday Down South. Was there a moment last year in which you realized that your offense needed to change? Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's a fair question, an honest assessment. I mean, as we uh, go through the season, you certainly look at all the things you're doing good and you want to continue to build on that and, and uh, improve in the areas that you need to improve and uh, the areas where you're falling short. Uh, you have to address them. So, um, yes, uh, I can't tell you the exact time or date, uh, but there was certainly a time throughout the year that I know uh, we needed to make some, some improvement in that area. Which will go over to our left, about the third row. Yeah. There we go, second row. Hey, Mark, uh, David Kloniger with the Charleston Post and Courier. There's always talk about maybe expanding the SEC season to maybe nine conference games. If they ever went to that, what would you think of it? Well, I wondered if people watched last year. You know, um, the league, there was uh, quite a few people that struggled, if uh, anybody took notice of that. So that's how I feel. Okay, we'll go in the center section about halfway back. Hello, Coach. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. My name is Gerard Hamilton with the Tuscaloosa News. Um, you got a new OC in Liam Cohen, uh, who formerly was assistant QB coach with the Rams. Um, how or What are the conversations you guys have been talking about uh, as far as expanding the passing game and trying to boost that passing attack this season? Yeah, that was a big reason uh, why I hired Liam. I wanted to... You know, it took me some time to, uh, you know, clearly look at what I, what I wanted our team to look like and what I felt like we can do. And, um, you know, so I spent quite a bit of time, you know, researching people and, uh, 
and systems and uh, ultimately came down uh, to Liam. And uh, so I have full confidence and trust in him. And that is part of his system, part of the offense uh, to, to be able to uh, play action pass and get the ball down the field. I felt like this spring we got the ball down the field better than we have in years. So I feel very good about it. Okay, we'll go in the center section uh, inside. White hat. Coach Stoops, uh, Drew DeArman, WZZN Radio, Huntsville, Alabama. I wanted to ask you a two-part question. First, about the uh, transfer portal addition of Dare Rosenthal along your offensive line and the impact he could make. And then second, uh, I've asked you about him before, but how have you seen Huntsville native John Summerall grow as a coach? Uh, and, and, and I know you're a defensive guy yourself, but talk about his, uh, his rise in the ranks and, and the kind of recruiter he is as well, because I know he had a lot to do with Jarquez Jones choosing your school. Yeah. Uh, adding Dare, you know, greatly helps our football team. As I mentioned, he has SEC experience, uh, played at one of the premier programs in, in our league, um, very talented, and I'm excited to have him. Um, we've, we've had good offensive linemen. We, we, we've uh, going to continue to build on that, and uh, he's been a great addition. As far as uh, John Summerall, he's a fantastic football coach. He really is. I look at him as a coordinator. He has a title of co-defense coordinator, um, and that's well-deserved. I know Brad White, uh, if he was here, he'd be the first one to tell you uh, how much he leans on him. You have to, in this day and age, you have to have coordinators. You have to have people in your room uh, that are more than capable, not just one, of calling defenses, setting it up um, you know, on both sides of the ball. And so uh, grateful to have John. He's a, a terrific recruiter. He's got an unbelievable personality. Uh, you know, even though he was from Alabama, he played at Kentucky, and uh, we're grateful to have him. We're going to go to the center section about three-quarters of the way back on the lot aisle. Hey, Coach, this is Ben Fredrickson from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I'm curious how you've seen um, the series against Missouri play out in your seasons at Kentucky. It seems like whichever team wins that game finishes higher in the in the East. I think that you've got, you've got the upper hand in the series, but this overall score is tied um, they've been some very close games. This is the earliest you will play Missouri in week two. Just how is it, have you seen that series kind of become an indicator for how both seasons are going to go for both teams? Well, I think you're correct there. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, that is game two. You know, we're, we're worried about the opener, but it is important. There's no denying that. I think it's uh, as you look at uh, all the teams in the East and you look at the teams trying to uh, move up the ladder and continue to, to grow and, and to uh, climb, um, you know, us in Missouri have had some terrific games. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be another very good game this year. So it's important. Okay, we'll go right down here to our left, second row, Bob. Uh, hey, Mark, uh, Bob, Bob. Holtar, September Greg, is that how you do it? Hey, you've alluded a couple times to going into your ninth year. Um, the league's got eight coaches who are just going into their first or second year. You know, the league kind of chews guys up a lot of times. Um, how do you, you're second in tenure to Nick Saban. How do you feel about that? And just what's been the key to sus, sustaining some success at a program that, you know, historically has not, not been able to do that? Thanks, Bob. Uh, first of all, it's, you know, as I mentioned again in my opening statement, it's great to be back here. It's really good to see you. I missed you. I, I enjoy listening to your, your questions each and every day to every coach, though. So uh, I, I always catch you on TV, getting that airtime. So that's good. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, you're well. 
<laughs> you better not grow it too much more, Bob. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, it's, you know, like I said, I think grateful, you know, you really don't think about it until you start preparing for some of these statements and things of that nature. And, and you know, talking about, you know, being in here nine years and, I can remember, you know, Greg, you know, I've known Greg for such a long time, but I didn't know he was a painter, but I certainly, I was a very good painter growing up. I mean, I was, I was, I was on that ladder. I was working. But uh, do you know, uh, true story, Greg, my first job, I worked at University of South Florida, and uh, it, was, it was my first full-time coaching job, and I worked construction, and I did the painting at night uh, to pay the bills, so... Uh, that that's that's a true story. Eric Wolford, who's my offensive line coach right now, he and I work construction at night, so that painting paid off for me. But uh, but but you know, the nine years I go back to when Greg was the assistant commissioner and working directly with football and just being in those meetings and uh, and just all the different turnover since then. Um, I don't know. I guess you know you don't really think about it till you get here and start talking to everybody, but. Uh, I just want to go back to Kentucky, put my head down, and continue to work so I make sure I'm here next year. You know, that's really the, the goal, but also really want to continue to grow this program. I, I, I said it when I got to Kentucky that we were going to recruit, we were going to develop, we were going to compete, and I wanted to take this program to national prominence, and uh, people laughed at me. We're not there yet, but we're on our way, and we're continuing to work. I feel good about where we're at. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we have a very good team and we have some things in place and we're constantly learning, we're constantly growing, and, and we're getting better. Coach, we're going to go over here to the right side about halfway back. Hey, Coach, John Frary from WFOI St. Augustine. We're, we're kind of interested in Joey Gatewood. He's from our neck of the woods and the quarterback situation with him and Levis right now. Yeah, um, you know, Joey has been a terrific teammate, you know, really has uh, come in and worked hard, um, gotten better each and every day. He had a really good spring. Of course, Will was not there in the spring, so he and Bo Allen were, were battling for the uh, starting position, and Joey really had a good spring. Uh, now you add Will uh, to, to the mix, and we have a lot to look at. You know, it's nice to have options. I feel very good about those three and others. Uh, in our program so uh, we'll see where it goes but he did have a really good spring and again one of the things I was most impressed with him was, was he's big strong guy but he was very accurate down the field he got the ball down the field and was accurate down the field something we needed to improve on coach we'll go here in the center section along the left aisle Hey, Mark. Uh, John Sokoloff with WCBI-TV in Mississippi. I'm just curious, what do you kind of remember about when you faced Mississippi State last season? What kind of allowed you to have success about them? And what do you think about the Bulldogs heading into this year? Well, you, you know Mike's going to uh, be successful. He's been successful everywhere he's been. He's a, uh, he's a tremendous talent. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, they'll be much improved in year two. So that's what you expect. You know, you just expect a a great challenge. It's never easy for us to go down there. Uh, we have to go on the road and play, so I'm sure um, it'll be a hostile environment, and it'll be a much improved football team, and uh, uh, Mike's been around again a long time. I've known Mike for a long time, and I'm sure he will uh, be very successful, so we have a lot of games be you know, before that. So, Coach, we'll go over here to the left side. Midway back. 
Hey coach, Kate Thomas with WAFB TV in Baton Rouge. There's a famous Dr. Seuss quote, um, when something bad happens, it can either destroy you, define you, or strengthen you. With all the tragedy and adversity that your team has gone through, um, what can you gain from that and take into this next season? Oh, I think our team, I just credit our team with perseverance and strength. Um, you know, to, you know, continue to fight through that. It, 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 you know, there's, there's no denying. It, it was very difficult. It was difficult on everybody, everybody in here, every team, everybody had adversity and, and uh, things to deal with. And uh, we were no different, but uh, I greatly appreciate our football team. Uh, as I mentioned, when somebody asked me the question about nine SEC games, well, there was 10 last year. And, uh, you know, again, take a good hard look at what it did. Uh, to half our league and um, you know it could have been easy for our team uh, to fold the tent and uh, they didn't do that and so I, I have great respect for them and, and uh, the coaches in our program and so uh, I think we learn to persevere and continue to fight through. Which will go over on the right hand side. near the. Uh, hey Mark, Adam, Kentucky Sports Radio, the air of the super senior um, but on your defense you have a lot of them. You talk about three senior safeties. Josh Pascal has been a playmaker in this league. DeAndre Square has played a lot. How much flexibility does it give you all in the defensive room? Maybe uh, you will have more wiggle room to do some more complex stuff. And do you feel like that's a unit that's being slept on? Because yearly here recently, you all have been in top of the half of the league when it comes to pretty much any statistical measure you're looking at. Well, I um, appreciate you pointing that out. We've been um, – you know, very, very good, very sound defensively. I do feel like there's some things we can do uh, to play with some smaller personnel with the experience that we have. Uh, we've tried to play to our strengths. And, um, you know, this year, uh, some of that strengths may be uh, to play smaller, to play with five defensive backs, um, you know, more than we have in the past to give us some, some more versatility. So we will see. That's something that uh, we definitely did a, uh, experiment quite a bit with in the spring, and uh, we'll see where that goes here through camp. Okay, Coach, we'll stay over here on the right-hand side. Hey, Mark, Ivan Mazel with On3.com. Uh, given the number of super seniors everywhere and seniors, how much do you expect the level of play to increase uh, across the board? And, and as yeah. a coach, how, does it, how do you expect to handle that? Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. Um, you know, we have six uh, guys that uh, I've never used that term, but it's a good term. Super seniors, I guess you're t the guys that, uh, um, you know, decided to come back. And uh, we greatly appreciate having that experience. There's six guys that bring a wealth of experience. They've won a lot of football games. They've uh, been to a lot of bowl games and had some success. And so hopefully they'll They'll help us take it to another level and provide the leadership that we need. I feel like it's also a good time for us. It gives us great balance. Um, roster management is such a big deal now, um, you know, with what's going on and, and again, with the portal and, and all the transfers and different things. And I feel like we have good balance within uh, our, our six classes now, um, which is very different. Um, but, uh, you know, that'll change you know, each year. We'll go straight ahead of us about midway back. Coach, uh, five of the first six games are at home, and over the last two seasons at home, you guys have compiled a 9-4 and four record. Um, how important is it to get, to get off to a fast start in these home games? 
Well, I think it's always important, um, you know, to be quite honest. I really don't even look that far ahead uh, as far as who's at home, who's away, and all that. Um, we're just really concentrating on our opponents and getting ready for each game. But, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, every game is so important. Um, you know, we're, we're only guaranteed 12, so uh, we got to make the most of it. And I think we all understand the fine line uh, in this conference with, uh, you know, the close games and, and uh, the difference between winning one and losing one uh, is very important. We have time for one more question. If anyone has a question, raise your hand. Uh, we've got a couple back here. We'll take these last two and go from there. Hey, Trey Scott, 24-7 Sports. I'm interested, sorry, right here, uh, in the dynamics of re-recruiting players a second time around with the portal, Wandale here specifically. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was, it was good to have a good relationship with Wandale. We recruited him extremely hard and tried to do all the right things and make it very difficult for him to say no to us, and that's our job. Um, you know, it didn't work out that way the first go around, but it came back the second time and, and uh, very grateful to have him in our program. He's a difference maker. Um, he's a guy that was electric this spring and uh, you could feel his presence on the field and uh, I'm very excited to have him on our team. Okay, we'll take one final question here in the center section. I think Drew had one. There you go. Coach Drew DeArmond, WZZN Radio in Huntsville, Alabama. I wanted to ask you really about the offense a little bit. I know we didn't get a chance to see any of it, uh, but you added a piece like Wandale Robinson, but you also have Rodriguez at running back, who's a very good player. Uh, what What is it that you philosophically want to see out of your offense without giving away your plan, though, the changes that you've made? Uh, sure. I think, uh, you know, obviously balance. That's the, that's the simple answer, um, you know, that everybody understands that we need to have more balance. Uh, we, we ran the football extremely well for, for years, and, uh, you know, we want to continue to do that, but we, we want to take advantage of that as well and be able to uh, be efficient in, the, in play action pass and getting the ball down the field. And uh, I feel like we, we certainly improved in that area. Also, there's some versatility in the run game uh, that we can continue to add to. So, uh, you know, I feel good about it. It's going to be different. Um, you know, but uh, I always want to have a, a strong physical presence. I want to be able to run the football. Me being a defensive guy for years and years, you know, you, uh, you, know, you always feel that threat. Uh, it's always very aggravating when teams can run the ball on you. And so, uh, you know, we want to have a strong physical presence. But, uh, again, get the ball down the field and create explosive plays. Coach Stoops, we appreciate your time today. Thank you all very much.